0: Hi, this is Nancy Lambert, and you're listening to Best Faith Forward Podcast. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me today as we finish the Who Am I series of understanding our identity in Christ. But before we dive in, there's a couple of things I'd like to share with you. Uh, First, I want to announce an exciting project called Faith, Family, and Friends, launching soon on this podcast. Uh, Throughout each season, this was my first season, so we're going to go into a second season later in the uh, fall. Um... I will get together with friends who will share their faith, including the joy and challenges of their lives as they live it today. So hopefully we'll get a couple of those episodes out uh, this summer. And so kind of stay tuned for that. Uh, It'll be announced, of course, so you can prepare to listen for those um, friends that will be sharing with me uh, on this podcast. Uh, also, if you have any questions, topic suggestions, or comments, or even want to share your faith story, please email me at nancylambertbff at gmail.com, or send me a message on my new Facebook page called Best Faith Forward. So that's what I wanted to announce uh, right off the top. So now let's recap on our journey of who am I? You know, as Christians, it should be perceived And believed that our identity in Christ is that we are accepted because God chose us before creation and his love for us is not based on our performance, but by being justified by his grace and made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Second, we are valued and precious to God because we belong to him and he sent his one and only son, Jesus to the cross at Calvary so that we would have eternal life. Third, we are also loved. God's love for us is, is unconditional and unending. He listens to his children. He offers the free gift of salvation. He will validate his love for us through his righteousness, and he empowers us with the spiritual growth and strength that we need to be more like Jesus. Another part of our identity in Christ is knowing that we are forgiven. God knows in advance all the wrong things we're doing and all the wrong things we're going to do. Yet he forgives us with with no condemnation, wiping the slate clean because Jesus paid for our sins and we are set free from the bondage of sin. Our self-inflicted scars from sin are, are reminders of how God poured his grace and his forgiveness over us and pulls us out of that pit of darkness. So here we are at the last point in knowing our identity in Christ. Christians are fully capable, capable through him to do what he has called each of us to do through the spiritual gifts he gave us. And even our natural talents. Natural talents or natural abilities are like singing, playing music, uh, being athletic, or having academic abilities, and so on. These are possessed by both believers in Christ and non believers. Spiritual gifts are given to us by God once we have received Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, or using the term saved. Spiritual gifts grow. As we grow in our faith, and they're used solely to glorify God. So how do we know what our spiritual gifts are? Well, every believer in Jesus Christ has been given spiritual gifts to minister by helping others. Every Christian has at least one that is their strongest. Now there are several scriptures uh, that that reference uh, spiritual gifts. And one of them is found in 1 Corinthians 12, 4-11, where Paul, who had the spiritual gift of apostle, prophet, and teacher, wrote this to the church of Corinth. He said, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of ministries, and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God, who works all things in all persons, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles and to another prophecy and to another, the distinguishing of spirits to another various kinds of tongues and to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually, just as he wills or he who teaches in his teaching or he who exhorts in his exhortation he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. In the book of Second Timothy, the Apostle Paul wrote to this young minister, Timothy, while suffering in a Roman prison, waiting to be executed for proclaiming Christ. Here in verses 8 and 9, he writes, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of Of our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was granted us in Christ Jesus from all eternity. Verse nine says that God saved us with a holy calling, meaning we are saved to serve. Why did God save us? So we could serve him. How do we serve him? And how do we know what our calling or ministry is within our church? We can determine that by looking at our shape. No, I'm not, not our body shape. I, I try not to do that on a daily basis. It's not a good thing uh, to do in my case. No, I'm talking about our spiritual shape. S-H-A-P-E. Yay, another acronym. All right. So in the word shape, S is spiritual gifts. H, your heart. A, abilities. P, personality. And E, experience. It's an assessment of all these things to give you an idea of how God shaped you. If you want to take the online test, you can go to a website called freeshapetest.com. That's free, F-R-E-E, shape, S-H-A-P-E, test, T-E-S-T, dot com. And then you can enter your email in there uh, for the results. And also, once you get the results, you might want to send or give the results to your church leaders so that they can help you understand what ministries or communities you can uh, serve best in. So understanding spiritual gifts would probably take up a whole episode or two. So I think I'll make a note to dive into that another time. Um, But really, my point is that here is a faith fact. Our gifts come from God through his grace, and they are to benefit others. And to work together to build up the church. He uses our gifts according to his will. That's what I had referenced earlier. Uh, not ours. Uh, that reference was from what I read in First Corinthians 12, 11, But one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. According to his will, not ours. And since these spiritual gifts come to the Holy Spirit by God's grace, it is yet another gift to his children who are believers in Christ. But be careful to not turn those gifts back to yourself by misusing them for your own benefit. Using your gifts to serve selfish needs will definitely, definitely rob you of of many blessings, and it could possibly lead to trouble. And I spoke of that in the last episode, jumping into the pit, pride leads to destruction, period. So don't do it. Always strive to help others and serve God. You know, we're all important in ministry. We're all needed to do our part as we as we fit together in the unity of Christ. I mean, just think about it. Can you imagine what this world would be like if everyone knew the saving power of Jesus Christ and then used their God given gifts to benefit others. That would be awesome. And that should be the hope alone in our hearts and in the hearts of all Christians. And to be the motivation to tell others about Jesus. That very thing, that thought of Just what if the whole world was like that? So my top three spiritual gifts, respectively, are teaching, administration, and prophecy. Meaning, in a nutshell, my desire is to lead, teach God's word, and declare God's word boldly and fearlessly. Have I used all of these to the best of my ability? Mm, No, not always. Have I missed blessings because of it? Yes, definitely. Am I striving to do better? Yes, definitely. And this podcast is part of my attempt to reach out to others and to help others uh, study more about God and His love for us. So sometimes, you know, while we're striving to do this, Sometimes life throws us off God's path and His direction, and our spiritual gifts may lie dormant for a while. That's when we have to start over and remind ourselves that we are accepted, we're valued, we're loved, we're forgiven, and capable, because that's our true identity in Christ. Using all of these attributes will strengthen our Christian walk. So when you see an obstacle that is blocking God's path for you, consider this. Realize and identify the problem or the obstacle right away. You got to see that right away. And then pray to God and tell him about it. And yes, he already knows but he wants you to come to him and talk to him about it. Next, shut down things that keep you from being your true self and you'll know what they are. And then change the thoughts and the actions that hinder your identity in Christ. And above all, stay alert and remember from Ephesians 6, Put on your full armor of God against the enemy every day, every day. The minute you wake up, the minute your feet hit the floor, put on your full armor of God. Because remember, the enemy only wants to steal, kill, and destroy your joy in serving. Perceive it, believe it, and leave it all in the hands of God. In the last episode, I talked about how sin nearly destroyed my marriage and my family. It was a time when I lost focus of my true identity in Christ. I was using my spiritual gifts to my advantage, and I lost many blessings in the process. So much time was wasted, and I cannot get that time back. But I started over, and I shifted my focus back on the Lord. And since then, He has given me a fresh start, a clean slate. And as I continue to strive to be more like Jesus, He blesses me every day with a new song in my heart. And as we close this series of Who Am I?, It's my prayer that you always seek God in all that you do, even the little things, especially the little things. You were created in the image of your creator, God himself. You are the apple of his eye, meaning you are being gazed upon and watched closely by your heavenly father. Your very image is dancing in His eyes. He loves you so, so much. So, who am I? I am God's child and created in His image and accepted into the family of God. I am loved and valued by Him. He has forgiven me because I ask And received his free gift of salvation. Bonded with him for eternity. No one can ever separate me from God. No, not ever. He has given me the capability to serve him by helping others through spiritual gifts he's given to me. Until the day Jesus returns and calls us home to a new heaven and earth. Thanks for listening. Please follow Best Faith Forward so you'll receive notifications of future episodes. I would love for you to leave a review or contact me at nancylambertbff at gmail.com. Until next time, press on, my friends. The best is yet to come.